We're back. Sloan Colfax Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Sloan. Today we got a special, first of all, for you guys, the viewing audience on YouTube. Got the Sashi glasses on. You know what type of time I'm on today. It's a special, special night. We got the co-host back. She ain't been back on the show in a minute. She back tonight. The lovely, the vivacious, the incomparable. All those things, huh? Brandy Sloan in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Brandy Sloan in the building, ladies and gentlemen. She's back. And you ain't been on the show in a minute. I think like two months. Man, you you said, only give me one one Thursday out of the whole month. That's all you need. So it's been, yeah, like two months. Happy to be back. Welcome back. Thank you, handsome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's been going on with you? <laughs> a lot of stuff. You've been getting on my nerves a lot. Oh, I've been getting no, on you your haven't, nerves. Baby. You haven't. You haven't. You've been great. You've been getting on my nerves. I Dang. guess I have. Last time you were on the show, <laughs> was that before my birthday? I remember the last show we filmed was about homecoming. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. My 40th birthday, we spent together in the south of France. I think we talked about that. Did we? Maybe not. I don't think so. Okay. Yes, we did. It's my 40th in France. Had a great time. San Tropez and Monaco. Yes, very lovely. What do I always say? Oh, please don't. Say it for God, me. I'm Tell not him. saying that. Tell no, him. no. <laughs> take your girl out of town. Oh, God. Where I take mine. <laughs> to hell. Out the country. <laughs> to hell out the country, too. Well, <laughs> Yes, that was a good time. Had good a good time, time in France. Christmas. Christmas. Well, before Christmas. Oh, Thanksgiving. Well, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. But my last day of work. Oh, we hosted Thanksgiving in the house, too. A little different. No, we did. We always do, though. We did, did we? Yeah, every year we host Thanksgiving, oh, babe. Oh, my bad. Like <laughs> oh, I saw God. that meme said, uh, you know you marry when as a wife, you tell your husband the same sentence 10 times, and he swear you. You didn't I say never it. told him. Yeah, that's definitely you. I always but say it. I'm like, I don't think you told Since we've been in the house, since we've been in that house for the past almost five years, we've hosted Thanksgiving every year. Mm. Yeah. But this year, I guess it was a little different because we went to Austin this year for Christmas, which oh, you know right. we do every other year. So. Thanksgiving, Christmas, last day of work. Last day of work. Thank the Lord. You're a domestic engineer now. <laughs> I am a domestic engineer. God. I ain't been doing no domestic doing engineering. No, ain't been engineering nothing. <laughs> I've been down and out. How do you feel with these glasses on tonight? I think you, <clears throat> you, mm. you're just being extra. Mm. You know? You don't even, first of all, you don't even wear sunglasses when you're supposed to, but it's you want to have them The light's real today. bright, special occasion. Why are the lights so bright? Because oh, I walked in the building. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You here, man? It's a special occasion. I'm with. I'm here with you every day. Yeah, not on the Sloan Colfax podcast, you know. Nah, it's not, and we're totally just winging this today. Just talking off about the dome. it's always off the dome. Well, sometimes we Houston, talk about right? it, you know, a little Freestyle bit in advance, King. but this time it's just completely off the dome because I was a fill in for today. Honestly, no, nah, you were not. Yes, I was. You were not a. You yes, never fill in. You were scheduled. To, I'm gonna have the basketball no. moms on there. No, but you were scheduled. I was not scheduled because of. The conference, my basketball conference, I got to, you know, I got to come every two weeks. So this is, but this will be my last week of the conference. So then we back to every Thursday, dropping it for everybody. 
No, Thank you for penciling me in, honey. I appreciate it. How I feel not working anymore. Your last day at work was when? December 23rd. I'm my glasses off. December 23rd was my last day at Valentino, which was bittersweet. I have been in retail for, who knows, 25 years. I don't know, a very, very long time. I know I don't look that old, but. So it, it's definitely a little bit different. It's a major adjustment for me. Why well, such a major adjustment? Is working the aspect of work? Of not working since I've worked pretty much my entire life since mm-hmm. I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So it's just a little bit different for me not to have to go to work, but I'm definitely very appreciative and blessed that I have such an awesome, great, handsome husband. Talk to him. <laughs> what else? Allowed me to sit my ass down and not stand on my broken down feet and my terrible body from being in retail for so long. It's it's different because uh, black women they don't necessarily and I'm, it's a certain demographic I've noticed that you guys um, didn't grow up wanting to be a housewife or wanting to be a wife or wanting to have kids. Do, do black women aspire to grow up and be a housewife? Like your mom didn't aspire to be a housewife. No, I don't I, even know I, if your grandma aspired to be a housewife. She, she didn't because she wasn't. She worked too. I mean, yeah, she worked after her kids were already grown. So she didn't work when they were small. I gotta, yes. I gotta ask my mama maybe. But no, I'm just maybe, saying, like, I don't know about Gracie. But I'm just saying, black women, the demographic, well, probably. You, you know, you can't just say black women because that's very, you know. What you can say, some women, most some black women, most black women. You can't even say most because you don't even know most black women. I, I know most black women. How do you know most black women? It's a big demographic. I know of that big portion demographic. Anyway, y'all don't aspire to be like housewives like um, other races, I would say. Is that fair? I believe that that's fair, yes. I think some races. Although we want to. like, it's nice I don't think y'all like, want to We even. say like, oh, man, damn, I wish I didn't have to go to work. Or, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I hate this job. But I don't think that we really want to do that. Don't want to go to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not that I have to go to work. Like, I'm totally fine not having to go clock in at Valentino and be in one place for nine hours a day. I, I'm totally thankful that I don't have to do that anymore. But I do want to work in some form. You don't want me to do anything. Like, you don't. If y'all you new had age, it your way. Y'all new age mamas and wives. Y'all want to be out with brunch and just working and what the kids. What about? I'm sorry. What they going to do? I mean, just because you're a new age mom and you work and you go to brunch with your friends or you have an active social life, that that does not mean that you are neglecting your children. I'm not saying you don't, but like, I'm going to just use the example. Our moms in that generation, that era, okay, they weren't busybodies for sure. Like, I cannot remember my mom doing anything with her friends during my school age years. Can you with your mom? Well, guess what? That's your mama. No, I'm asking. I'm asking. <laughs> my mom, she's in a sorority, so yes, yeah, she did certain things. She's a Ross did some stuff. While she you, did. She was at church. I mean, you know, she was at church three I'm, or four times. I'm not a week. counting church. Church is different. But she was out and about with her friends. I mean, those are her church friends. And three days a week, I was not at home. We were at, we were at church. Now, church and work are different things. She wasn't at happy hour. She wasn't. Well, she don't even drink, so why would well, she be that? I'm just saying. But I don't. 
I think that, you know, you just have to find a, a good balance. And I just think when Logan and Riley have kids, like, they're totally, I mean, clearly I'm far removed from how my mom was. Then it, now it's me, far removed, I know. Then it's me. And just imagine when they have kids, how it's going to be. Ooh, they're going to be out of the house every week. But then you think, you talk about other, like, races and stuff. A lot of them send their kids to boarding school where they don't a even. A small have, percentage. A lot, like a lot of, a lot of Asians. A lot send their kids to boarding school. And then the parents do what they do. And you know plenty of people who have a nanny. The mom doesn't work. The yeah. dad works. But I'm saying the mom, again, they do like little stuff. What I'm saying is they don't mind not like they have no problem not working or like they don't want to work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know about that. Y'all want to work. Is it, is is it because. Bad? No, no, but is it because like it's, it's like a control thing? You, you don't know, want you know my thing with working. It's because you've seen your mom do it. I mean, that's really all I know, and I've always been raised to. Although you're married, although you're this, you still need to make sure you are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't feel like that. They feel like no, they do feel like that. No, like me, like make sure I'm taking. No, care I'm talking of about other racist women. They, they, their man gonna take care of them. That's that. Well, I guess maybe because that's what they see. That's what they saw their dads do, and then their granddads do. And but that, I mean, yeah. Jenna, I mean, sh- did I grow up with a dad? Well, no. Okay, so that's true. I'm just, but you're not working. Um, it's different, for sure. You know, you're at the house all day. And I, I've noticed that you really follow me around like a <laughs> like a lost little puppy dog. Well, that's because I don't want you just to be like in the room or just in the living room. I just why. I mean, you home. I feel like we should spend time together, like even while I'm working. I'm home. That means that we are together about 20 hours. Ooh, about 20 hours a day. If I go to one room, here you come. If I go to the next room, there you go. <laughs> That's a problem. Now. I think it's funny. I think it's very cute. But I noticed that today. I was like, you are following me literally to every room. Well, could we having a conversation? No, you were on the phone. I was still following. You were still following me. That's why I was like, get out. Like, why are you even in here and you on the phone? What's the biggest, two biggest, I guess, um, transition-wise for you, two biggest things that you've noticed since you've not been working? What now? Two months, three months? uh, Three months. Since December, yeah. I mean, you know, me going through what I've been going through, I haven't been able to do, like, very much. But transition-wise, it's just being – available for you and the kids all day every day and not that it's a bad thing it's just since we since i've had a baby i mean again i've always worked a full-time job logan went to daycare she was with you she was with my mom because i was in the retail setting sometimes getting off at 9 p.m so i hadn't really been as available Mm -hmm. to you or to the kids so that's one huge thing and then the second part of it is to like really being a little bit more domestic because that's definitely not my strongest suit. Now I know how to work. My mama told me how to work. You know, go to work, do this. She didn't tell you to be domestic, huh? Which because she was busy working, so she didn't really teach me all the domestic things. It, now again, I can take care of myself. I, you know, like not monetarily, but you know, since I've been a very young girl, I've had to do a lot of things on my own just because of my family situation. So. Those things, but like having to take care of three kids plus a husband, I mean, that's like new territory for me. I think that's also a difference when you talk about races again. Yeah. I think they they saw from there maybe their mother 
And they said, oh, okay, I guess you do it like this. And like you say, it could go either way. Some people didn't grow up with it. So it's Correct. like, I want to make sure I have the house, the white picket fence, the three kids, the two dogs. And then you have the other people like, all I saw my mom do was work, 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 work. So I'm going to have to make sure I work and hustle and like figure things out. So, mm. but I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I, I get a little, I've gotten bored once or twice. Um, and seeing as that you don't really like for me to do things outside of you is a little bit the safety. Gotta be safe out here. Man, people crazy. People are definitely crazy. People. I don't understand how like men just like let their wives and girlfriends just be like out like that so much. It's crazy times out here, man. I mean, they be out. Be like, yo, where your man doing all this type of stuff? I mean, not. I mean, you cannot control. You know, like we are not to be controlled. <laughs> yeah, but we can take what your are your thoughts into consideration. But you can't. We can't be controlled. Have I worn the shirt in the podcast? I keep looking like I think I have. I'm gonna be mad. I just saw that. Sorry. Well, you keep. I mean, okay. So most of y'all that know me know I'm gonna shop. I'm gonna buy something. If it's something on sale, I'm gonna buy it. So I have so much stuff. That still has the tags on it. Marcus gets so mad, like, not mad, but he's like, is that new? When did you get that? And then when it's time for us to do something or for you to be on your podcast or you have an event to go to, you don't never have shit to wear. But you talk all that noise about me. I'm never, I, I always have something well, to wear. Well, that's because if I wore it once, I don't want to be seen in it twice. That's I mean, my problem. I understand, but not that little shirt. You know, like. It's a nice shirt. It's a nice shirt. But where we get that from? Fashion uh, Nova. No, somewhere, somewhere online. I know Fashion Nova. Oh you oh you fronting now you don't wear fashion I, over I'm not saying I know but I ain't not a front I'm just saying shirt like, fashion over jeans fashion over this is a Duveen shirt shut your ass I got that from Shein did not <laughs> um yeah I mean it, it's a it's a big difference for me I was just about to ask how is it for you um do you enjoy me being there oh well you've had to wait on me hand and foot for the yeah last yeah few weeks, the surgery but, but I, I mean it's different. I am not a caretaker, you know that. I know. I'm not like a person like on a. So like having to wait on what you hand and foot, having to wait on you hand and foot has been d- different, Challenge. and the kids too. Right. So that's I said. For the kids, you've been used to that because that's so, pretty much what you've been doing for the past. So I said you get the jackpot. Seven years. I did. What did I, I tell you? You get the jackpot. A very now, handsome. <laughs> can't say understanding because you ain't that i'm not understanding oh my god i'm a very understanding person i'm i'm understanding i'm comp- keep compassionate i'm a good listener oh no I'm, you you listen to respond you don't listen to listen but i'm still you a good this. that's that's not what a good listener is you listen to respond which means you barely are even listening i'm emotionally intelligent you are emotionally intelligent you're intelligent. You're attractive. All these great things. You really like you had the Powerball, not even you the cook. You've been oh, like man. You've been chefing it up a lot. Lately. I'm a domestic engineer, actually. Well, hell, <laughs> don't fire. I'm me. a domestic engineer that works. Were you showing me? You know, like what again, am I showing you? Like certain things that I didn't necessarily get to get to see. Like I didn't really see my mama in the kitchen cooking like that. You know, like we ate out a lot. But you, it's the total opposite for you because, hell, y'all never ate out and your mama cooked seven days a week. So, I mean, you're showing me, like, I'm trying to get more into it and. Trying to get more into what? Like cooking. cooking. And I'm very into, like, taking care of the house. 
I want to change up everything every five seconds, of course. So I want you to have a nice home. I want the kids to be y'all pray for our kids. Oh man, man. parenting is so difficult, it's man. Hard. It's very, very difficult because um, and pray for us. Those kids are little human beings too. Yeah, and they have feelings and they have emotions and and all of them are so different. Trying to they, cater to each one of them in their own special way. They got to deal with different things and they go through different things and you know our parents will do as we say, not as we do. And it was an iron fist, but you try to what they call that gentle parenting. Right. You try to gentle parent, but kids make you want to slap them Ooh, right in the mouth. God. Slap the shit out of them. Just pray for them, y'all. I mean, they're all in the age. They're 9 and 10, 11. It's different. It's different. School is different. But they have so much access to social media and things that we didn't know about. One of the kids. Logan. (laughs) Will remain nameless. Logan. What was she telling you about a stud? We were driving. taking. I was taking the kids to school. And I was like, man, buddy driving so slow. She says, dad, why do you always do that? Do what? Why, how do you know what gender that person is? I'm like, I, don't, I said, well, buddy, just a term. She's like, what if it was a stud? Marcus was so taken aback. What the hell you know about a stud? You ten years old. It's too much TikTok. Yeah. Too much so YouTube. We're it's crazy, to definitely man. Definitely limit that because they do have access to just way entire. Logan knows. They all know way too much. Too much stuff. Too much stuff. And with me and my mom, we only watch like crime shows. Oh, so. Man. She has nightmares. She's 10 years old learning about some- crime shows. and <laughs> what's, What station is that? Oh, I don't. Is it? No, not Lifetime. One of um, those stations, man. Would, I don't know. All I don't he, he watching every crime show. Yeah. 10 years old, 9 years old. Yeah. I wonder why she's scared of the dark. She is afraid of the dark. Every light in her room, she has to turn her vanity light on, her night light, the restroom light. And the light in the living room upstairs. All the lights have to be on. All the doors have to be closed except hers. She goes around and closes every door upstairs. It's annoying. It's my light bill sky high now. <laughs> and what happened to like the kids programming? Like growing up with TGI Friday. Right. Watching Urkel and uh, uh, Family Matters. I mean, Full House. All they doing is this stupid ASS dance from it's, TikTok. We had the Cosbys. What else? Different worlds. It's no like... Quality family. I mean, they got like blackish, and, yeah, and but I don't know if they're into. You what's know? the show with the girl that won the Emmy? Who uh, you got money? Oh, uh, uh, Abbott Elementary. They do watch that. Oh, little stuff like that. that. More yeah, so we, with your mom. We had so much programming, but I mean, yeah, because we would even get together on Fridays, like as a family. No, watch Family Matter. Will Smith, all yeah. of them. Or Fresh Prince. You know, we got a black people. We call the show by the star name, right? <laughs> um. But yeah, now they don't have that. Now growing up, I couldn't watch certain like I couldn't watch The Simpsons, Martin, Martin, and Living Color. But yeah. again, my mom felt like I wasn't mentally and emotionally prepared to handle that. Which I don't. I think we've given our kids just too much reign. Yeah, they just have they too watch, much free reign to they do watch anything on that TikTok. Whatever. Anything come on that TikTok because I mean, you. I feel like our parents they didn't care about like being our friends. Like you know, we are pretty cool <clears throat> parents. I would say the kids would beg to differ. Obviously, but I feel like, you know, we still want to resonate with them in some way because you always say, I don't want them to be so square. I don't want them to be this, but it's a, a ongoing battle between the two of us because I don't feel like they should be on TikTok yeah. and watching all that crazy stuff on YouTube. And 
but you feel like you still want them to be. I want to be a little in bit tune. in tune socially because it was always awkward for me going to school and I didn't know what they were talking about on Martin or The Simpsons, and so you kind of felt left out a little bit. But we need to find a good balance because this is just getting out of control. I mean, no, it's these kids are. Anything like literally anything come on TikTok. I'm like, how y'all yeah. seeing all this cussing on TikTok? And they started TikTok about for kids, and I don't understand how the hell it just blew up to money, any and everything. Like you can literally find out anything on, on TikTok. TikTok. It's scary, actually. And these kids, they'll do these challenges and oh, yeah. So yeah, pray y'all, for y'all pray, pray for us, man. Pray Say a prayer, please, please. Um, for the kids. For the kids. What do we have coming up? This oh. Going to the rodeo tomorrow. I'm so excited. I asked Marcus for two months. It's like, oh, okay, I want to go to the Bomb B concert. And he was like, we went to that last year. He didn't want to do it. And so I just kept saying it. Finally, he got us some tickets. He really does not want to go. Well, you're kind of getting into it now. You're getting your Western outfit together. It's just because I want to put on some different clothes. Uh, I, I, but again, me, my husband, learning is not always about me. Um but when you're really good at that. It's not always about you include me on the, you know, you have me in front of mind a lot. Trackpot. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, no, but I am at, I'm selfish by nature for sure. So I'm learning. You got to do what your wife wants you to do. Even if you don't want to do it. She's been asking about these tickets for two weeks. I'm like, I ain't trying to see Bumby and. Well, it's really because we didn't even know who was Silk coming. Silk Shocker and who was? I mean, well, Silk it's Juvenile and Manny coming. Fresh. Juvenile Manny Fresh. And some other people. A-Ball MJG. We had a good time last year. Yes, we did, minus the traffic getting to, to the yeah. line. But um, she wanted to go to the concert. I, was, I wasn't going. And I was like, you know what? My wife wanted to go to the concert. Let me get the tickets. Fellas, that's something that. We have to do a lot. Not a lot, but we got to do better at that. And it goes both ways, I'm not saying, just I'm a, fellas. You know, women for sure. But I think women are more are more likely to do something for their husbands. than. Yes, because the next day I'm going to a basketball game with you. Even, it's PV. I understand it's PV. And first of all, I'm inviting you. I could have went by myself. But you went to the only reason I'm really inviting you is because you went to PV. If the game was at TSU, I'd probably be like, I'm going to the game. I would say I would have said no. Why? You no, was, not not that you can. Of course, you can go to the game by yourself. Oh, you said no, you don't want to go to PB. I could have said no, like I don't want to go to that. I, but I'm saying I invited you because I'm. It's like a you know another thing for us to do. Exactly. Not that I really want to go, but oh, I'm yeah, gonna go because it's another thing for us to do together. Oh, I thought you wanted to go. Why would I want to go to that? Because PB. Boy, I spent five years at excuse me seven years at PB for grad and undergrad. I, I have I have spent enough time at PB. Oh, well, and I go back to PB every year for. Homecoming. Well, well I, this I, year I might not go. I thought you wanted to go just because it was PV. That's why I, I didn't. Because we haven't been to a, like a college basketball game together. I, like, this is my first aside from TCU, of course. My first PV game ever. So, because you yard. have something against my school. I don't. Yes, I, you do. I've never been on campus. Oh my god. Ever at PV. Oh god. Okay. So, so I'm gonna show you around. I'm sure it's totally different from when I went there many, many moons ago. But I said that to say, back to the bomb B. Mm-hmm. Husbands. Yeah, we got to do more of that. Um, even when we don't want to do, we got to do stuff for our wives like that. Yeah. But I feel like you will do anything as long as we together. That's true too. Yep. As we talked about that also too, like we don't understand like couples who don't want to hang out with each other. I do not understand that dog. 
Like, this is my partner. I said it before on the show. Like, we're going to hang out. I'm going to hang out with my friends too, but. Barely. I'm that man now. <laughs> you're, that, you're Lee Sloan Jr. My father. My father used to like anything my mom wanted him to do, she, he would do. He would just tag along, would be there. He had He'd no hang friends. Out with any of his friends. He had nobody but her. And y'all. Lose. Hey. No, just joke. You would not lose. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's to me. You gotta hang, yo. It's a little strange. Who else? Right. I mean, you know, my saying: if you can't hang with your dude, then who can you hang with? You know, like yeah, people they they don't their spouse their partners they be like yeah no I'm going with my boys and no, I'm going with my girls I'm like y'all ain't going together I find that even brand she be going at first I be like why y'all ain't invite me? Oh my god, because nobody else's man is coming. I'm your man coming. <laughs> oh my god, are you serious right now? Shit, <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't mind. They wouldn't. But you know, sometimes I just need a little bit of girl time. Certain things that we need to talk about. You know, it's fine, honey. It's fine. That's what. Uh, Jason, KT, Dante, please call Marcus Moore to hang out. <laughs> please, guys. I gotta work. You. It's okay to take a little time off, two or three hours. Please. Oh, I gotta work, man. Please call him to do things. I mean, yeah, because I genuinely want to hang out with you. I know, baby. And I enjoy hanging out with you, too, but. Yeah, because, I mean, again. But I enjoy hanging out with my friends as well. You remember, I gave it I gave it to you for you to have a, a bit of an understanding. How you and your family would get together on Sundays. And y'all had a good grand old time for all those hours. That's how it is with me and my friends. I was like, just scratch the whole friend. It's my That's my family. I'm getting together with my family. That really helped me. Because at first I'd be like, man, you put me hang out with me. But when you broke it down to the family thing, it was all right. Right. Which I feel like you would definitely understand that more because of how close you and your family yes. were growing up. So Correct. I have well, to break down a lot of things for you, you know, in terms or language that you can really understand and have to speak to you in a certain <laughs> tone and a certain way. Well, that's, I mean, that's for that's, you to get it that's life ain't right yeah it's life but you always say you have you do that so good oh no you understand me for sure (laughs) like you know i know how to say things to you to yeah like about like i could be feeling a certain type of way about something and brand knows exactly the right pitch how to ask the questions because i'm on the edge she knows i probably anything (laughs) i can take me over the edge so she'll like talk me back off the ledge and back calm and i'm like all right that's a that's a really important skill because I could go there really quickly. Because your attitude is just so poor oftentimes. I don't understand because it was not like that back in the day. But I think in now, man, because years, your attitude is just so poor. I feel like I'm the boss. I mean, you are a boss, but what does it have to do with having a poor attitude? Because I feel like people need to listen more. You're you're not a dictator though, honey. I'm like, not a dick. It's not dictatorship. It's Father, like, what's that episode that Will Smith or uh, said, Father has spoken? Oh, that family matters. Anyway, I don't know. Um, no, but yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Like, again, I'm not saying stuff just to say stuff. But what do I always tell you? What? It's not what you say, but how you say it. Yes, it's very important. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> Not not really with me, but with tons of other people, with most other people. I'm rude. You are. But you said that you were going to start working on that. was one of your resolutions. You're going to start trying to work on that. Being less rude. Please. Oh, and expressing exactly how I feel when I feel it. 
Right. That's very important. Yeah. Black men especially. When you feel in a way, you need to exp- no, it's not just black men, babe, because it's just men in general who have a hard time really like expressing themselves. I'm rooting for everybody black. I mean, I'm rooting for everybody black, obviously, this but we're all inclusive here. I mean, you know. This for black men okay. especially. Okay. Just Brothers, <laughs> when you feel in a certain type of way, good, bad, or indifferent, but especially if it's bad or mad or like certain type of feelings that maybe people might not want to hear or maybe the most popular, you got to express it somehow, some way. Um, and I think we were talking about that because the two gentlemen that yeah. ended up committing suicide. What's my man? Switch. Twitch. Twitch. Switch. Twitch. Sorry. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, and then Who it was else? another. It was another um, Caucasian man. He passed away. I he think committed, he suicide. committed suicide. I don't uh, remember his name though. Yeah, but, but the yeah. Twitch deal was. I mean, yeah, man. Like black men is. We won't speak up. We'll host like we've been taught to hold stuff in, and no, that like. That was one of my things for my 40th birthday. Like, if I feel a certain type of way, I'm going to tell you, tell anybody, I feel like this. I would like this to happen. Um, this is how I'm feeling today. Yeah. Just because you can't hold all that stuff in. Mm-hmm. You got the weight of the world. You got to take care of your wife and your family and your kids and your career and everything is weighing on you. And it's almost like it's no outlet. Right. And I think also, too, black women or women, like, they have to be emotionally available. Right. And so that men can feel vulnerable. Which we have to really learn how to do because men haven't been very vulnerable and very, like, outspoken and forthcoming with things. So we don't necessarily know what to say or what to do. So with you all being a little bit more outspoken, we need to be able to receive it and, you know, like, put action behind it versus, like, oh, shut up. Are you being No, and then the other thing, too. Yeah. Y'all are... We know y'all could use it against an argument. That's a, a a big reason why a lot of black men, especially, aren't as vocal or aren't as expressive emotionally. Um, in the past, you've done it, but you know how y'all will be a dude one week will be in his feelings, telling you how he feels and he depressed, and next week y'all arguing, you y'all use it against him. That's why you was crying last week with your depressed ass. He was like, oh, okay. I don't do that though. Uh, oh, okay, but again, but you may only have. One chance right. for him to be vulnerable right. or to yeah, express himself. Then after that, that, yeah, he'll yeah. never trust you again to tell you that. So, right. women. And it's growth, too. Because in our relationship, it's taken for you to really trust. Oh, yeah. Because it's taken a long time for you to know that I have your back or I have your best interest at heart. You always thought I was out to get you. No, not out yes, to get yes. me. I didn't think you were What'd out you to think? get me. I just thought that I wanted to control you. Yeah, more like you wanted to be in control, like you um, wanted to have like the last word or the edge. That's how I always felt, as opposed and to you being like me accordingly. I did, as opposed to being like, oh, it's my partner. I can like bounce stuff off. I can really be vulnerable to her. And again, man, when you're a man, vulnerability is a thing. It's looked at as weakness. Oh, he's vulnerable. But, he's down. But it's looked. From who though? From me, other men or like even sometimes within yourself, oh, like okay. being vulnerable. Okay. Like, I don't want to see. I don't want my wife to know that I can't handle this. Well, I would rather know than you go off the deep end and do Whoa. something not as drastic as Kill you yourself, know, yeah. taking your own life. But anything becoming an alcoholic. You've been drinking a lot of daiquiris lately. <laughs> we have this daiquiri place like right around the corner. I swear, three times a week, and Marcus doesn't even drink like that. He comes on here, y'all. Have you even taken one sip of this I've wine? I've been sipping. I got. I'm taking more sips than you. He doesn't. He's not. He's more of a social drinker, and we all know he ain't that social because his ass ain't going nowhere unless he's with me. And I have to force him. Well, I used to have to force him to get a drink at dinner. Oh yeah, it was Sprite and water. <laughs> Sprite and water. 
But you know, like picking alcoholism, maybe turn into drugs, drugs, or invest like um, investing your time and energy into another person, or mm. you know something like that. So not as far as just you know that's the end all be all, but no, uh, being vulnerable is scary thing. Yeah. It's very, very scary because you putting your feeling like women is almost like y'all have no problem being born. Nope, you can tell. Because I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, but men, it's like we don't want y'all to look at us as weak or not prepared or not strong or not in charge. And you always used to think. You remember I told you like what are the three my three things? Remember you say like I had to, I need to trust you. Oh right. I need to know that you. Who would I don't forgot because you doing all now. <laughs> you need you need help. Hell, oh that was number one. Help and I need to feel secure. Secure, yeah. In multiple different ways. Correct. And trust. But but the vulnerability part for me is I mean it's still a challenge because you are a worry wart, and so being vulnerable, hey man, I need help with this or I don't have this. But even though I'm a worry wart, like I always tell you, I would rather you tell me something than somebody else having to tell me, or me having to find out on my own. So yep. Although I am a worry wart, I mean, I would. And it's rather, also difficult. It's difficult for but, me to tell you stuff and be like, "Oh, she's she about to worry," I and know, then it takes you to I'm a different be place. Mad. If I if I have to stumble upon it, you rather me be worried or you rather me be upset? I'd rather you just give me a little time to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me figure it out. Give me a little time to figure it out, because I'm always gonna figure it out. That's you the are. one thing you can say. I'm gonna figure it out. Maybe not on my time. But. Correct, not on your time, but I figured out. So again, it's just being able to come to your partner, being like, "Hey, man, like I can't handle this. I need help. And I but think I've done I need that time, out. or I'm feeling depressed, or I'm feeling sad. I mean, it was a few years ago. I felt I wasn't suicidal, but you were in a, like a really, really re- scary place. Yeah, I was in a funk. I was thinking about like what it would be like if I wasn't here, and right. what the kids would be like. And, Which was really strange because you are afraid of death. I'm you know, terrified so. of death. So she was all like, broke down, cried years ago. Oh, though. I'm gonna cry. No yes. matter what, I'm gonna cry. Um, but it just it's just it's different if you know you know this person's gonna worry, she's gonna be scared. I have to tell her sometimes, man. Like as a man, like you don't have to figure it out, and you should be able to come to your partner and be like, "Babe, can you help me with this? I don't know." I've never uttered those words. Yeah, no. But again, I don't, because sometimes, way well, in the past, you used to be like, I don't want it to be used against me. Honey. If you keep stuff close to you, but again, maybe that's the, the sports part, the competition part. I am you, me, you, you know? know, like, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna outright do or say anything to hurt you. Now, when y'all mad, I might say exactly. I'm just I've been when black that. women get mad, y'all, <laughs> there's no no holes bar. Y'all say what y'all fly out the handle. You say but, whatever. But now I just be like, okay, baby, okay, baby, because I try not to even go there with you because I don't want to. You know, I don't want to go there. I don't want to be angry and upset. I mean, hell, I've been a mad black woman we had some for not, majority of my we life. Some fights, <laughs> fights. Going into year forty. This is year 40. This is going to be a good good year. I don't want to fuss and fight with you. I don't want to argue. I mean, obviously, things are going to arise. And I remember you would think, oh, no, you got to be with somebody. We're never going to argue. We're never going to fight. I would th- We're yeah. not going to get into it. And I was like, dude, you just want a yes woman. And I'm definitely not that. I'll give you what you want sometimes. to a certain extent. You be trying to take it too far sometimes. Every now and then. That is not true. <laughs> Every now and then, but um, yeah. So that's the thing I'm working on: being able to be vulnerable more, 
expressing my feelings and yo and i'm working how you feel say it don't 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 let the world and the weight the family and the world build up on your shoulders crumble i'm not gonna let you crumble black men especially express yourself express yourself um what else we got to do call me corny (laughs) no Oh, no, we're talking about the Michael B. Jordan thing. Thank you. Uh, people think he's corny. And even the other dude in Creed. That was people in high school who what's thought it, that What's his him. name? Uh, the, uh, the, the the dude he just posted for Vogue with the... Sh- oh, the one uh, with the really, like... Um, I can't think of his name, God damn it. Him. Him. Mm-hmm. Um, they would even... You know, they, they, they said he, were, he was corny, too, in high school? No, they were... Well, they Michael B. Jordan was corny, but then, you know, they had that picture together. People were saying, oh, black were, men should be able to hug without... Right. Cause then you know, so we talking about black men. If you well, can't smoke they, hookah and right. can't do that like, was saucy. Yeah. <laughs> saucy Santana said that. Yes, he said you can't smoke hookah as a man. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, so we were saying that, and I always tell Marcus because he thinks he's so cool. He thinks he's oh god. <laughs> and see, that's something that a corny man would do, you know. But I love him. I mean, you are a little corny, but I appreciate and, lo- and love you for. Who you are, but he just thinks that he's now, since 2009, he came into himself. <laughs> there you go, about to hate on me. Put my glasses back on. He became a celebrity in 2009. He was throwing parties, and he was the man around Houston. Or was it 2008 when you start throwing was, your little first party? It was eight, eight. It Get was it eight. right. Okay. And so, prior to that, if anybody knows Marcus's story or where he came oh from. <laughs> I just really was... In basketball, growing up in and high school, just corny, corny. What was so corny? You were, honey. Let me tell y'all. When I met Marcus, he had on this like super V. Can we tell a story? I don't. Oh, I can. Just let me tell my part. He had on Go this ahead. super V neck, like deep V neck, with these really large, kind of like Janko style uh, Levi Strauss jeans with some freaking. Uh, what were those shoes? Oh God, like some kids. Uh, I call them kids. No, they were called some PF flyers. PF flyers. But they Y'all remember like, the PF flyers? They look like kids. Oh, it was tough. Oh God, he was just terrible. Can I tell why I had the outfit on? Because it, well, nobody needs to know why you had the outfit on. The fact I didn't remains, even have time to get an outfit. Let's say that. I know, but you couldn't have put on anything else. I didn't have time. It was the first thing I saw. And even even the fact that you had that in your closet just <laughs> lets us all know that. But I love you, honey. I don't think you're corny. I'm about to say now. I'm, no. pre- I'm definitely. I think you're a little now. lame sometimes. But so am I. How am I lame? I'm just, a style icon. What, being lame doesn't have anything to do with your style. I'm definitely not lame. Okay, I know one place you're not lame at. However, <laughs> would you say now? Boy. Them glasses off your face, please. Oh, okay, what's <laughs> But I'm sure he probably was lame in high school. Hell, I was lame in high school. No, but again, people people call him corny and lame, and he's like, "Yo, like how?" But why is he still holding that grudge all these years later? You'll never forget. You were talking all that shit about me. Now I'm winning awards. I'm a big time movie star. That Keep that same energy. But that doesn't negate the fact that you were lame in high school. But Joe Budden was saying, like, that's exactly why people call you corny. Like, what, why are you giving her the energy on the red carpet? Exactly. And it, this coming from Joe Budden, and we agreeing with anything he got to say. But for me, it's I mean, just... I'm with Michael B. Jordan. Oh, now, now you want to envy me. I was corny, though, in high school. Well, who said that she was envy? 
interviewing him. Who said no, that? No, interviewing him. Oh, interviewing. I thought she said she was like envious of no, him. No, no, like, no. Who said that? No. And who's to say that he's still not a corny ass man? I was about to say something else, but. <laughs> N-I-G-G-A? I was. Mm. But. You said on this show. I'm not saying that. My mama watched this show. Your mama ain't watching this show. She like said that. she watched it. She ain't watching the whole thing. Well, your mama might watch it. We all know she gonna watch. Hey, support. Support. Mom, hey, let's go back to the mama thing. It's important to be a good mom. So important. Good mothers are. Woo. But is that not subjective? Like, what exactly is a good mom? That's, I mean, that's a good, that's a fair point. I think a good mom depends with like being there being supportive being encouraging being loving because you feel like a good mom is somebody like a woman who's like there 24 7 has no life outside of her kids no, I, I, that's what you feel like a good mom partly. is, but not necessarily no no like being a good mom is like being there for your kids maybe not 24 7 but like being there to encourage them right. little stuff like helping them with their homework and Making sure they fed and like making sure they're poured into like that's the part of a, like moms are very very I mean very important. Right. Like I, I, my mother is I don't know what or where I would be without her. I thought she, she was a fantastic mom. I mean, growing up, I was like she's very strict, and I was I, I kind of rebelled against some things. But as a, as a forty year old man, I look back at my mother, I think like thank God she was so overprotective and thank God she poured into me and thank God she showed me different things and and see so my mom was was not like um you know she worked and she had it but I still think that she was a very like great mom in different ways like you know how my mom is she's not the most like affectionate mm -hmm. person now Logan is forcing her to be that way um but she just wanted to make sure like you you look good you sound good you have good grades so she poured into me another like we're going to go shopping. We're going to go out to eat. We're going to, you know, ha do and have all those things. Not necessarily that she was how your mom was. Yeah. Just breakfast, lunch, dinner, weekends we playing card games and dominoes and stuff like that. I mean, we didn't have it because on weekends she was at work and mm -hmm. I was right there. Shout out to Proverbs 31 bookstore. I was right there with her. But, again, I don't necessarily think that that. That made her any less of a good mom, you know? Yeah, no, again, I, I, let me go back and preface this by saying this. I don't, if you have to work, obviously you have to take care of your kids somehow, especially if there's no other source of income. But the little things like encouraging your child, you'd be surprised like kids don't even get encouragement. Yeah. Or like, or even like a hug or. Right. And she just, wasn't the most affectionate. Yeah, like know? pouring into your children and celebrating them. Making sure they feel loved and they get the proper attention and protection. Yeah. A lot of things. Yeah, it's a lot of things. And again, I'm happy that I am with the spouse who was able to witness those, you know, growing up and having that and witnessing. You about to cry? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Witnessing because you always know how you get sometimes. <laughs> I'm emotional. I told you I'm vulnerable. Yes, you are. You, you about to cry? <laughs> I hate it when you ask me that question. Hate it. Because I need to prepare myself. Because, you know, if I see you crying, I'm going to automatically cry. So, and I don't want to be in here crying on camera. Um, What was I saying? About the moms. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean. Again, oh, you having a spouse who saw that. Oh, yes. So, I, I'm very grateful that I have that. Because you are showing me, like, a lot of, like, different things. Of how to be a, how to parent and how to be a good parent. And even growing up in a household with two parents. Because it was something that I didn't necessarily have. For that long of my life. So. I'm, I'm very blessed. 
And I, I, like I said before, I'm happy that we are able, or you're finally on board with us doing us our own way, like our way, not the Lee and Deborah way, or not. I'm the still struggling with it. Charles and May way. My my mom was such a influence, so I'm trying to. But like I always said, if your mom had a little bit of assistance, I'm sure it would have like helped her out tremendously. I'm sure. Why? Why women do that? See, I hope they got that on camera. My phone was ringing her eyeballs like on a cartoon show. <laughs> Straight out of here, right to my phone. <laughs> oh, you don't do it? I mean, not like you. Who you on the phone with? Oh, my God. oh I always ask who she on. Who you on the phone with? Why do you care? Protection. Oh, God. I don't ever ask you that. Ever. I mean, I can hear it's all basketball talk. Not anymore. So. Well, no, not no more. Except seven years of action, now you want to. Oh, you don't know more. Oh, two years you haven't asked. Oh, whatever. But I mean, hey, it's a start, right? It's a start. Oh, brother. What? I said, oh, brother. Oh, please. So. It's, I'm glad you're back. You look pretty. Thank you, baby. Got my little hair done. Got your hair done. I had my braids in for three months. It was time. <laughs> <laughs> Got your hair done. That's oh, also very done. important, man. Like. Gotta look the That's part, because man. you are a what are you? What do we call you? Shallow hell. Shallow hell. You are. Sorry. But that's something like new that you kind of um no, let me not. Anyway. What's new? Nothing. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Oh, speaking of this, oh my God. Have do y'all have like a husband or a spouse that's like jealous of you? Oh, here you go. <laughs> How much time we got? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Every time we go somewhere. Every time people just give me all these compliments, which I absolutely <clears throat> like, oh, I almost cringe because I don't like attention like that. And Marcus is just sitting there feeling some type of way because nobody's giving him any compliments. That is not and, they, and they will give him a compliment. They'll be like, oh, you're so lucky. You're no, such an I just got a compliment in the mall. Yeah, got a compliment. I'm saying, but for every two compliments you get, how many do I get? And you just be really feeling some type of way. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I'm not jealous of you, man. <laughs> Don't be jelly, honey. I'm not. You have a... I was like, we compliment each other. The, I, because I'm shallow Hal, yeah, of course I wanted my wife to be a baddie. And that's I, what Natalie said. Like, that's what he wanted. Uh, there's no way on earth I would have not have one. Look, come on, man. Sloan Cole. Sloan Cole facts. That's a Sloan Cole fact. <laughs> There's no way I would have a baddie as a wife. Kid me. So y'all start paying him huh? more compliments, please. But it like to a certain <laughs> extent, because I don't want to have to slap nobody. <laughs> Cause I will. I was about to say, you don't comment <laughs> me too much. Please don't, because he is a, a old words of affirmation. All the words just give him all the feels. And feels. I don't want to have to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> But I think he knows that I will. I'm not jealous I'm of you. I'm y'all know. I'm not, je I'm not jealous of you, though. Okay. I'm happy you get comfortable. I mean, that's, that's, that's a part of the I game. I'll never forget that. I mean, I'm just used to, you know, I was just used to going somewhere and both of us would, like, get equal compliments, but they just yeah. always just compliment you. <laughs> I said oh, that one honey. time. But the fact that you even said that, corny. Ten lame. years ago. Corny and lame. Ten years ago. <laughs> maybe. You said it. Not even 10 years ago, long time ago. I like the fact that I have a handsome husband. And I like when people compliment you. I like people, uh, listen, how you dress, your hair, 
you know, my hair sometimes just be looking but everything like I but feel I feel like I help um, you help curate that like how how you dress you helped how you which how you how I like you to dress what you always say I mean you like me to dress very thotty but that doesn't necessarily I mean, that's a that's a curation you dress a certain type of way because I like it but that's only when I'm with you because when I'm not with you I don't girl, really dress stop. that thotty stop and I'm changing I'm about to be forty I don't have time Cut for it. all that thotty dress please shut up oh last lady. Hey, I'm a I'm a mom. I wish a I wish I wish you took that stance. I'm a mom. I'm a I wife. Wish. I'm a Christian woman. Girl, you a Jezebel. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I wish you thought. No, that you way. don't wish I took that stance because you probably wouldn't even be with me. I would. I'm here now. I mean, that's because I dress like a thought for you. Talk about you a wife and a mom and a Christian. I'm a wife and a mom. Yeah, right. Oh God. Way. Mm. Too funny. <laughs> Please. What else do we have on the docket, honey? What else I want to talk about today? Something at the Bond B. So we talked about Bond B going to PB game. Mm-hmm. There's one other thing I told you I want to talk about. I don't know. You want to just plug any of your stuff that you have going on? Final Four is coming to Houston. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm ready, but it's I'm a not big ready. weekend. It's gonna be a big weekend. Final Four weekend. Got a couple parties. Go ahead and tell them. Got the flyer. Got to come out. Gotta oh, be patient. Okay. It's coming. So, but oh my God, and y'all, we're not in our twenties anymore. When we could go out every Wednesday at the Roxy, Thursday wherever we were, Friday at Pravada, Saturday at Venue, Sunday at Belvedere or wherever. Like I haven't partied like this since. Literally in my mid twenties, Marcus has us going somewhere. Be prepared, college coaches. Everybody coming to Houston Final Four Thursday. Marcus Sloan, welcome to Houston Final Four parties. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. How are we gonna do this? All the women looking for good men. It's a lot of coaches coming. We got a good jobs. Got benefits. <laughs> got good careers. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Last weekend in March, first weekend in April. Final four coming to Houston. I'm I'm excited for us to hang. It's gonna be a lot though. Oh, then you kicking out. Oh, you have the podcast too. Oh, is that you gonna do that Wednesday or Thursday? I'm gonna do that Thurs Thursday. Are you gonna do it at the place? Yeah, we're gonna have a live uh, in studio podcast at Central Supply near the Houston Galleria on Thursday, March thirtieth. Yes. Shout out to Central Supply. Go check them out. Shout out to Central Supply. Got the streetwear, all the newest kicks, all the vintage. Kicks. Yeah, it's super cool. They got consignment. Um, they also um, do shoe cleaning on spot on on site. Uh, Central Supply and then the Houston Galleria. Um, it's where the old Neiman Marcus last call was. Get all your fits. Get your kicks. Shout out to Central Supply. My guy Stewart, Steve, and Martin Fox. Oh, those are my guys. Um, I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Thank you. I probably won't be back again until, no, I mean. Probably April. <laughs> so if y'all would like to see me more, just go yeah. to Marx's DM and just Leave in the comments. Y'all want to see her more. You want to be. I know y'all get sick of listening to basketball every. You want to be, you want to be my co host. Well, if I'm going to be your co host, we're going to have to change this whole. First and foremost, oh, okay. it's purple in here, my favorite color. No, not the, not the look of the studio. Oh. The studio is fine. I'm talking. So you see the purple. But we are gonna have to change that, which I wouldn't want to change. My logo, Ugh. Sloan coat, facts. We gonna have to see like Brandy and Marcus Sloan, or something like. All that. right, we gonna sign off now because <laughs> you're talking ridiculous. So this is Sloan Cold Facts.
for your okay, I got something for you before we end the show. Okay, baby. What are three things? Oh, here you go. Ooh. You would like to see more out of me. Like three things you would like more from me. I can think of one thing that I would like to see more from you. What's that? Realistically. Just kidding. I see enough of that. Um, three things that I would like to see. You're working on your attitude. Okay. Like getting that really under control and in check. That's one. Being more patient. Mm, that's fair. With myself, with the kids. <clears throat> Being patient, how? Just, you know, you just, you do kind of rule with an iron fist. And even your tone, like when you speak to them, your um, tone is very aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, So that. Mm -hmm. And then I only have two. (laughs) 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 Let me get out my phone because I have a laundry list of things. You do? I don't, no. I mean, I've molded you into this man that I wanted. And I appreciate who you are, and I'm happy that we are in this place of steadiness and bliss, and just prayerfully we <laughs> we stay there. Amen. And and you, honey, what, oh God, you probably have 25 things. Yeah. All right, I mean, you only have one thing. Please don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> Man, so like one track minded. Hey, I that's Jesus I wait. I'm Christ. probably that's probably like seventy percent. No, it's like eighty. Probably eighty two percent, and then eleven percent is gotta be the best. Yeah. But why so one track minded? Like, why is that like ev- like that's almost like everything? Like nothing else matters but just that. No, that's not true with me. Other stuff matters barely. But if I don't get the other stuff, at least gotta get that. Are all men? Let me let's put that question out. Are all men like that? One hundred percent. You think so? One hundred percent. Q, are you like that? Let's ask. He can't, he can't, he can't hear me. He can hear, but he can't uh, answer what they can hear. I can hear him answer through out there through the door. <laughs> just so like that is just it. Okay. Well. My my ask is a little different, but you know. Well, that actually, it's not that different. I don't want to cuss in here. It's not that different. It's different. It's different. It ain't that different. It, I mean, it's different. It's more than I designed up for. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It ain't just over the top. Oh, that's, oh, that's so crazy far-fetched. It ain't that different. I spoiled you, though. So it's my fault. And now <laughs> these old bones ain't working like they used to. I'm about to get some new. Nah, boy. <laughs> boy. What? It ain't heavy. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, bye, y'all. All right, Sloan Cold Facts, episode 20. 20, 20 episodes. That was your 20th episode. Congratulations, honey. I know you think I would get this far, did you? Are you serious no, right now? Joking. I support you in everything you do. Don't act. I'm just joking. I'm the one that told you to take this little show on the road. Mm, sure did. Whatever. <laughs> Let's go. Long Code Facts, episode 20, signing off with the co-host, Brandy LaShawn Sloan. We out of here. Peace.